Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. Now, peripheral vascular disease is a blood circulation disorder that causes the blood vessels outside of your heart and brain to narrow, block or spasm. More prominent in your arteries, peripheral vascular disease typically causes pain and fatigue. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Associate Professor Edward Chok from Sunkang General Hospital to discuss the many signs and symptoms of peripheral vascular disease, the early warning signs of peripheral vascular disease and the challenges that patients with this ailment have. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's get right into it. For the benefit of our listeners, could you explain peripheral vascular disease? Peripheral vascular disease is a condition which affects the legs. Mm -hmm. So for our legs to function normally, we require oxygen to mm-hmm. our legs and the arteries bring blood and therefore oxygen down to our legs. Mm-hmm. So when these arteries become blocked, this is when peripheral vascular disease happens mm-hmm. because we will not be able to get enough oxygen down to our legs. Okay, so is there an age group that this is more prevalent in? Maybe the elderly, maybe the middle-aged, maybe children. Is there an, a specific age that you see this more in? Um, there's no specific age cutoff as such, but it is much more prevalent prevalent in the elderly. Mm-hmm. So we do oh, see joy, it. something else to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> so we do see it frequently in patients above the age of 50. Okay. And it gets more prevalent as the age uh, increases. Okay, why is that? Um, I think, you know, it is a natural pr- process, you mm-hmm. know, of aging. So so if we were to um, scan a group of 80-year-old compared to a group of 50-year-old, mm-hmm. we will see a lot more peripheral vascular disease okay. in the older age group. But it also occurs in the younger age group if they have got risk factors Mm -hmm. such as diabetes, high blood pressure or high cholesterol. Okay, so this is another compelling reason to stay fit. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. What are the signs or symptoms that someone who thinks maybe they might be showing signs of peripheral vascular disease should be looking for? When the arteries to the legs become blocked, actually the majority of patients may not have symptoms. Okay. Because that's right. Their legs will learn to compensate by growing new blood vessels around the blocked arteries. So up to 90% will remain asymptomatic or or without symptoms. When they do start to develop symptoms, uh, one of the first symptoms they describe is pain when they walk. So when they start to walk, then they may say they walk about one to two bus stops. Mm Then they may start to get cramps in the lower legs, in the calf muscles, which then stops when they stop walking. Uh, But as soon as they start walking, then the cramps may start again. And if this progresses, then they may start to develop what we call rest pain. And this means pain in the legs, even when they're resting. When they're sitting down. When they're sitting down. Mm -hmm. Majority of times it happens when they're sleeping, actually. I see. Uh, They describe crampiness in the legs and it wakes them up at about 2 o'clock in the morning and they will try and massage their legs to try and get rid of the pain. In the worst case scenario... If it's left untreated, they may start to develop tissue loss. Mm -hmm. And that means ulcers in the feet or gangrene in the feet. Which This is already a very bad sign. (laughs) Absolutely. This is right at the other end of the spectrum when they start to develop black toes. Mm. uh, uh, And that's that's when, you know, the tissues are already starting to die because of the lack of blood and lack of oxygen to the legs. Okay, but what you're describing could be mistaken for something else. They, They start to get pain. They start to get cramps. This could also 
be a muscular problem. Absolutely, absolutely. So how do they tell? Or they, oh, I'm in pain, I'm, I'm having this, I'm just going to go see a doctor. Absolutely. Okay. I think one of the other more common diagnoses in this age group is, of course, arthritis of the knees, which mm-hmm. can also cause pain in legs. Right. Um, the difference being uh, is that the pain is concentrated on the knees, on the joints itself, whereas the pain from peripheral vascular disease is concentrated on the muscles, mm-hmm. more on the calf muscles mm-hmm. or on the thigh muscles. But you're absolutely right. Sometimes it's very difficult to tell the difference between pain from the peripheral vascular disease versus pain from other causes. And that's why uh, they will have to seek. Our advice is for them to seek medical advice, uh, medical Let opinion. Let the doctors figure it out. You're absolutely. in pain. You have aches and pains in your feet, in your legs, in your calves. Go see a doctor. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree right. with that. We're speaking to Associate Professor Edward Chok from Sengkang General Hospital about peripheral vascular disease. Now, it sounds like it doesn't start by being very serious, but if untreated, undiagnosed, it can become very serious. Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't start off with pain in the legs Mm -hmm. and this primarily affects the diabetic population with peripheral vascular disease. Okay. They will go straight on to tissue loss, so to ulcers in the in the feet or to gangrene in the mm-hmm. feet without first getting pain. So our advice to this group of patients is the moment they see even the slightest or the smallest of wounds in their feet or they start to see blackening of the toes, mm-hmm. don't leave it too too late. You know, this go is a, a medical emergency. Right. I would advise them to go and see a doctor as soon as possible. Because the earlier they seek medical treatment, the earlier we institute treatment, the higher the chances of us saving the leg. Right. Okay. So if there is a blockage in the arteries going down to your legs, wouldn't you feel some kind of a tingling, pins and needles sort of a sensation as well? Uh, not necessary. And that's really? that's the danger of it. Mm. You may not feel any discomfort. And the first thing you notice is a wound in your leg or mm-hmm. an ulcer in your leg that you may ignore in the first few days or so right. thinking that this might heal but the longer you leave it you will then notice that this wound will not heal mm-hmm. and by the time they present sometimes it's too late and there's severe infection and then it's very difficult then and diabetes for us is to try and save the legs absolutely right. yes okay I, absolutely I'm starting to see that this is actually quite a broad thing so let's go back to the very beginning you, you said peripheral vascular disease doesn't necessarily have any symptoms at the beginning. So how do you figure out that maybe you have something that you should go see a doctor for? Yeah. What's the earlier stage? I think if you were to develop pain in your legs, mm-hmm. then I would advise you, if you have, especially if you have the other risk factors, such as if you're a smoker mm-hmm. or if you have diabetes or high blood pressure or high cholesterol, right. you need to see a doctor as mm-hmm. soon as you develop pain in your legs. Mm-hmm. But you may not have pain in your legs. So if you have diabetes, I would suggest that that you, you know, uh, look after your legs carefully. And that's where we come in to try and educate public that if you have diabetes, one of the complications may occur in the leg. So look after the, the, the feet mm-hmm. properly. Wear comfortable shoes. Right. Be sure not to knock your feet about mm-hmm. or to develop trauma to your legs. And if you do see the slightest wound in your legs or gangrene at that stage, 
you need to see a doctor as soon as possible. All right. Now we've talked about symptoms. Let's talk about prevention. Is there anything you can do to prevent this? Yes, absolutely. I think to prevent peripheral vascular disease, we need to lead lead a healthy lifestyle. And that means do not smoke. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eat healthily. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have diabetes, make sure to control your diabetes either through diet or to take the medications prescribed to you by your doctor. If you have high blood pressure, to control your blood pressure. And if you have high cholesterol, then obviously to control the cholesterol. Okay. Now, assuming that we're all human and we have our foibles and, yes. and, and we have our bad habits, are there any exercises or things that we can do to help ourselves? Um, the more exercise you do, the better. Okay. So what exercise does to mm-hmm. the legs is that it gives a signal. If the arteries to the leg is blocked, Mm-hmm. And when we exercise, our legs will demand more oxygen. Right. And it will send a signal to our brains to say, to send signals to the leg mm-hmm. to develop new blood vessels to mm-hmm. grow around the blocked arteries. So the more exercise you do, the better. So what we normally tell our patients is to exercise at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. And in each of these exercises, to walk for as much as possible. Right. Minimum of about one hour. And if they already have peripheral disease, sometimes the uh, misconception is that when they start developing pain, they think it's a bad thing to mm-hmm. walk through the pain. Mm-hmm. We say completely the opposite. Keep going. Keep going All to right. tolerate the pain for as long as possible, to walk through the pain for as much as possible and to try and adapt to the conditions of low blood levels and low oxygen. And that's when your body will start to grow new blood vessels sure. to your legs. Okay. We're speaking to Associate Professor Edward Choke from Sengkang General Hospital about peripheral vascular disease. And it's interesting, we've gone from symptoms to prevention. Now let's go back to treatment. Yes. <laughs> How do you treat it? Um, it is generally, uh, so as you've very uh, uh, rightly pointed out and summarised, mm-hmm. It is a complex multifactorial mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. So my job as a vascular surgeon is to open up the blocked arteries. Okay. I'm uh, assuming surgery is the last port of call. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> it so is. before yes. that, what do yes. we do? And we need to treat the disease holistically. Mm-hmm. So in Sengkang General Hospital, we've got a program called the HOPE program, mm-hmm. which stands for holistic care okay. in peripheral vascular disease, where all our patients admitted with peripheral vascular disease will also be seen by a medical specialist mm-hmm. in addition to the vascular surgeon. Okay. So what the medical specialist will do is to focus on their other medical conditions, which is the diabetes, mm-hmm. the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, and maybe the heart diseases, which may also have at the same okay. time as well. So what this means is that we not only focus on the blockage in the arteries mm-hmm. in the legs, we focus on the patient holistically as a whole. Because you're talking about circulation. If there is a problem with circulation in the arteries and the legs, there's every possibility the heart's impacted the you know the other problems absolutely are there. you've just knocked it on the we are if they've got blocked arteries in the legs chances where are where else are they blocked they are probably also going to have blocked mm. arteries to the heart mm. and maybe to the brain and, mm-hmm. and so they are at a much higher risk of a heart attack or a stroke right okay and you keep uh, bringing up diabetes so is peripheral vascular disease linked to diabetes or do they kind of lead one leads to the other what is the link there um absolutely i mean uh, the biggest risk factors especially in relation to our Singaporean population mm-hmm. and our very high prevalence of diabetes in the population. Mm-hmm. 
diabetes. We like our sweets. <laughs> diabetes leads to peripheral vascular disease. Oh, I see. Okay. So if you have diabetes for reasons that are not completely known to us, if you have diabetes, the process of having high blood sugar in the system leads to a much higher chance of the circulation blocking off, mm-hmm. and therefore patients with diabetes will have a much higher risk of peripheral vascular disease. Mm-hmm. They will also have a higher risk of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means even more than the average person, a diabetic should be walking a lot. Yes. Okay, that's right. I'm glad I'm not diabetic, at least not yet. <laughs> Might be something that I have to look toward for my future yeah. as I get older. And you have said that is that age group, 50 and above, yes. that starts to see signs of these things. Yes. Now, are there advancements or future advancements that we can look forward to in the treatment of peripheral vascular disease, maybe earlier detection or more aggressive treatment short of surgery? Absolutely. So earlier detection and more aggressive treatment. Mm. So in addition to treating them holistically mm-hmm. at St. Kang General Hospital, we also have a separate program to identify them early. So we have a walk-in service mm-hmm. where patients with ulcers in the leg or with gangrene in the toes, they have access to our walk-in clinics. Okay. So they can just walk in on the same day after being referred from the GP, for instance, okay. in the polyclinic. So so from there, they can be admitted straight away and we can offer them treatment the moment they come into hospital. Okay. Because earlier detection, we know, can lead to a much higher chance of saving the legs. Right. Uh, more aggressive treatment. Uh, we have uh, uh, now minimally invasive treatment in terms of opening up the blood vessels to the leg. And right. all that involves is just a puncture in the groin. And we can then oh, insert that sounds a, painful. <laughs> but it's much better than a big operation, let's right. just say, okay. which is a big cut down the legs, which we used to do 20 years ago. So. Sure. So this involves a puncture in the groin. We insert a wire down to the legs and we put a balloon in. And mm. we, oh, when we inflate the balloon in the blocked artery, we physically stretch the arteries open and thereby getting more oxygen and blood down to the leg. Right. And we're also now uh, in the process of uh, performing uh, trials, clinical trial, mm-hmm. trials to look at uh, delivering specialized drugs mm-hmm. using the balloons into the inside of right. the artery okay. to keep the arteries open for as long as possible whilst waiting for the wounds to heal. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, what about drug therapy? What kind of drugs are they looking at? Because certain things, you can't run away from using steroids. Is this one of those things? By the time they develop blockage of the arteries, mm-hmm. there is no medicine we can give to unblock the artery. So this is a mechanical problem. Mm-hmm. So the same as you've got a, a blocked drain, for example, yeah, you need to unblock it mechanically either by removing the blockage. So in mm-hmm. this instance, we use a balloon mm-hmm. to stretch open the arteries. But now we know that certain drugs, if we apply it to the inside of the arteries, right it can stop the arteries from closing up again. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to develop these new drugs and this drug delivery, uh, new techniques to the okay. inside of the arteries. All right. This has been very, very interesting, Doctor. Um, before I let you go, let's do a, a quick recap. Peripheral vascular disease, even though you have it, you might not show, present with any symptoms right away. Absolutely. Okay, so you've got to be watching out for it, especially if you're diabetic. Absolutely. Okay, and then once you have, you're showing symptoms. Some of the symptoms include pain in your legs, which you could just mistake for muscular pain. Yes. But if it doesn't go away or it stops after you you stop moving, maybe you want to go see a doctor. Yes. If you start showing ulcers or blackened toes on your feet, go see a doctor. Yes. So my advice is basically go see a doctor. <laughs>
yes. if you start to, to feel these pains and, and don't wait to, to feel tingling sensations because that's not necessarily something that will present as a symptom. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Very nicely summarized. <laughs> Thank you. And also if you have diabetes, then... Mm. Uh, then you should be watching you, even more you for this. You should be you know, controlling your diabetes more. And also, obviously, do not smoke. Mm-hmm. And if you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol, mm-hmm. also control for these risk factors. And exercise is very good for you, particularly walking. One hour, three times a week. Yes, and eat healthily. And eat healthily. So fruits and vegetables, everyone. Yes. Thank you so much, Associate Professor Edward Chok from Sankang General Hospital for coming in and talking to us about peripheral vascular disease. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.